Hello and welcome to another episode of Metaside Kicks. My name is Liv. This is M. M, say hi. Yo. And uh, we are your sidekicks to all things metaphysical. And today we are talking about paranormal stories of a medium, which we haven't done in a while. And I'm excited about it. It's going to be a good time. Things have happened. Things have changed. As professional psychic mediums, we have a couple new stories for you that made us go, hmm, interesting. Thanks for the perspective, spirit. Coolio, my daddy-o. And uh, that's what we're talking about today. Emma's going to start with her first story, and then we're going to trade off. If you watched the video on YouTube and you're here now for the podcast, congratulations! Because I'm going to talk about the one story I didn't talk about in the video, which is fun. And uh, we'll see how it goes. So without further ado, it's him. So the reason why we did this for a video is because I had this crazy reading the other day. And it was a spirit guide, spiritual gifts reading. And I gave this woman the reading, all told her all of her spirit guides, all of that. And then she started asking me the real deep questions, like, what is my purpose? So she started telling me about how she has very vivid dreams. And right before she falls asleep, she starts hearing voices. And the second she started talking about that, this woman walks up to me and this woman is interesting because she does not look human while still having humanistic features. So she has this crown or, um, I don't know, she has like a crown of flowers around her head and attached to the flowers is a veil that goes down to the floor. And her skin is different than human skin because she had like tattoos of this shiny gold like paisley pattern all over her body and she walks up to me and she starts talking about how she is a past life for this woman's soul so she talks about how she makes up what a lot of people and mediums refer to as the veil between the physical realm and the spiritual realm and I, for the longest time, didn't think that the veil was actually a thing because a lot of people talk about the veil is thinning and now I can see dead people. But my spirit guides have always explained it to me as that is ego, that is the veil covering people's own eyes. But this soul explains that what the actual veil is, is it's the separation between life and death. So she describes what happens to you after you die. She explained that... When you pass, there's usually someone that comes and gets you. First off, it's someone that's probably related to you that helps you cross over to heaven. But you also have your spirit guides and your spiritual guides, whoever is there to help you. They talk to you about what a lot of mediums refer to as a life review. So after you pass, you start going over all of the lessons that you've learned in this life and all of your alternate parallel lives. Everything that you have done in this incarnation, you go over what you've learned. And this woman, this past life, started explaining to me that that is what the veil is. It is the separation. It is the thing that you pass through the doorway between the living and the dead. So she described it as similar to like the doorway that Sirius Black went through in Harry Potter She would be the doorway to the other side, but it's not a doorway for anyone of the living. So we talked about astral projection. We can go to the spirit realm because we're still part of it. 
but there's still a difference because we don't go past the veil. We don't go past the door. So she started explaining that this is what this person's soul does. She is a death soul that deals with the like flash of life before death. So that saying of you see your life flash before your eyes, that is what this soul does. And in her incarnation now and in most of her lives, she dealt with a lot of like being tied to like the rules of things and being tied down by the rules. But at the same time, she is a soul, a spirit, the thing that goes beyond it. She is the thing that is almost like the exception to the rules while still abiding by them. So a lot of her lives are dealing with that sort of like trying to overcome what the rules say versus what is right for them. So going beyond what society says they should do and doing things for themselves. That is what a lot of their lives have in common with each other. So when she started talking about all of the like voices that she was hearing before she falls asleep, they were telling me that those are the voices of the people that have passed. It was like a memory from this specific past life. It's kind of like you would hear voices from the door in Harry Potter that Sirius Black went through. But that is my first story. Very interesting. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. So a couple weeks ago, I was doing a reading for a client and they wanted to speak to their grandfather. Now, a question that I get a lot is when our loved ones are in like a medically unresponsive state or unresponsive to whatever it is that's going around them, but they're still physically alive, can they hear the things that are going on around them or the things that we say to them? And in past readings, I've gotten validation that yes, they can. It's true. It happens. And There's nothing that you necessarily have to worry about them not hearing per se when it doesn't seem like they're able to. But this instance that happened a couple weeks ago was by far the best validation that I've gotten so far. And it really was like a gift from spirit themselves, which was pretty cool. So in the reading, when I talk to people, when a human soul steps forward to validate who that person is to the person that I'm talking to that's actually living, my client, the soul will tell me certain things about them because I can't physically see the soul that I'm talking to. You, if you're my client, can't physically see the soul that I'm talking to. So they'll give me things about them, stories, memories, things like that to validate who who they are and that we're actually talking to them. So 
the thing that they used to validate who they were was that when my client's grandfather was in the hospital, she was humming to him. But the way that he showed me this was absolutely the most beautiful way a soul has ever conveyed this to me. So personally, I'm not very religious, but when he explained this to me, he made me use the term angels. And I think that was symbolic and personal to him and who he was when he was alive. But he showed me himself and made me feel clairsentiently and showed me clairvoyantly the transition that he was going through while his granddaughter was trying to calm him and just be there for him in his final days. So he shows me himself sitting in a room on a bed. I believe it was like a medical building and it was colder. And it was odd because I could feel myself standing I knew I was sitting in this hospital, but I could feel myself standing in this dark, warm space. It was very quiet. It was very peaceful and comforting, but there was a sort of sense of unknown to it. Now I had these beings standing in front of me and they emanated this sort of golden light and there was no words being portrayed between the two of them, the soul of this man and this angelic beings that he told me to use as words to describe them, but there was an understanding of things being explained to his soul while he felt his body still in the physical world. So imagine yourself standing in this black sort of nothingness, this warmness with these entities conveying the next steps your soul is going to take. And while this is happening, you can feel this sort of coldness running down your back, the anchor of you and your soul between this life and the next. And all the while in this warm and cold contrast of understanding you hear humming and you know that the humming is coming from your granddaughter you can feel them holding your hand and it was just one of the most beautiful and poetic and sort of ominous yet serene experiences that spirit has ever showed me so the next time you're wondering if a loved one can hear or feel the things that you are talking to them about while they're in the in-between of this life and the next, it's true, they can. And it was just a very cool way that a soul has showed me something like that, and I wanted to share it with you. Yeah, that's super weird. And he was very just strong about the fact that when I explained to her what I was feeling, I needed to say that the angels were preparing to take him to heaven. And I was like, oh, wow. It just was really heavy, you know? Mm -hmm. So what's your next story? So my next story, I was doing readings in Patreon and I was giving past life readings to people and there was a couple in this like discord chat that both asked to have their past lives read, but it was interesting because they lived a lot of lives together. So the woman started talking about how she um, really loves mossy trees, like has just like this affiliation of hiking and seeing mossy trees so immediately that sounds like some past life stuff and they showed me that she was a part of the fae and the fae deal with nature and because she was talking about these trees i immediately thought oh maybe she's a tree fairy maybe she deals with that sort of thing but they then showed me the roots of the trees and they showed me things on the trees that help transport nutrients and water from one place to the other. It was kind of like the uh, like communication center of the forest. 
So I told them that and they started asking me, well, is it lichen? And I don't know a lot about lichen, but what they what I looked up online is that lichen has the ability to transport nutrients and water to the rest of the forest. So with that in mind, they start explaining to me that she has had a lot of past lives that are in association to nature, that are in association to these sort of things. But with the other person in their relationship, she was um, she was actually water. So she was a nature spirit that was associated to water. And they incarnate all the time together. But what's interesting is because we figured out that they had this affiliation to water... We figured out that they were soulmates and this soulmate relationship is something that I am learning now because in the beginning I thought that soulmates were just like your soul family, just people that you are supposed to meet like in your soul contract you meet these people but soulmates are people that are usually tied to to each other in some way shape or form. So with the like essence of your soul with who you are, why your soul was created, you are usually tied to whatever like results of what your soul does so for example fire is always tied to smoke and vice versa so in this case their soulmate relationship is based upon the difference between what lichen does and the exhaust or the uh result of pushing water to the rest of the forest these two things are always together they always exist together that is what a soulmate relationship is. And you can have more than one soulmate because there can be more than one thing tied to your soul. But it's very much a like yin and yang sort of relationship, but it's always something that are tied together similar to smoke and fire. Pretty beautiful. Okay, so my next story that I didn't share in the video, because I don't know how I feel about it. And it keeps popping up because this is like, The fifth or sixth time this has happened to me, but I was giving a reading to a lovely person the other day and actually two people, two people. So this is like the sixth time it's happened, six or seven. So not quite out of two hands yet, but on, on one and a half hands, I can count the times this has happened. A soul has stepped forward of a person who is still alive. And I know that our souls can exist outside of time. So technically you can talk to your soul right now after they've passed because it has happened, isn't happening. It's going to happen. But regardless of that, I've never talked to someone's soul that's living necessarily in like a future or past tense, only in the present tense way. And haven't you talked to my soul? You told me I was going to get a hip replacement. You told me I was going to have short curly hair. Yeah, but I don't know if I believe that. It's so weird because it doesn't sound anything like you. (laughs) Okay, so then why? Why what? Why do you believe this one versus telling me about it? Because every time I've talked to someone who's actually alive, the person that that I'm talking to that's alive either has dementia, Alzheimer's, or Parkinson's. Every single time. And I don't know what... talked to my soul. I don't know if I believe that, though. I don't know. Do you, are you going to have Alzheimer's, Parkinson's or dementia? And we don't know about it. So it doesn't matter though. I know that's what I need to figure out, but I talked to two different people in the last couple weeks that are physically alive, but they have one of those three diseases and it's been 
four, like five or six other instances where I've talked to people that are alive, but they have those diseases. And I don't understand what the correlation is between it, but that's one of my paranormal stories of a medium that I've realized as a trend when it comes to talking to people who are alive, they have one of those diseases and they're alive. It just, it freaks me out. It mind boggles me. And I don't know what the scientific or spiritual correlation between the diseases and being able to talk to their soul while they're still living is because otherwise it, it doesn't happen aside from your case. But I feel like you've talked to other souls that are past that don't have dementia because I've been in readings where you've done it. What do you mean? I'm pretty sure you read someone's like uncle or pet, like grandfather or something that wasn't past. They were alive still, but they don't have like dementia or, or Alzheimer's or anything like that. I don't remember it's in that. a reading with you like that. I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted so to share it. I don't think it's the only case. I just want to know what the correlation is like, because I know those are all diseases of the brain. And people feel that your soul is related to your consciousness. And if your consciousness is housed within your brain, then maybe it's some sort of aspect that affects the spiritual body as well. And I just, I just want to share it with you because it, it keeps happening. And I keep telling people that I might make a video on it, but I don't have enough un, like information to make a video or a podcast just on it because it still is something that I don't understand entirely. What does your spirit guide say about it? Well, I think that there is a, a like an actual cross between the physical ailment and how it affects the brain and the spiritual it's like spiritual quality of it of itself. Okay. But I don't know what that is yet because I haven't had time to like sit down and research how all of this actually works. Because I think Alzheimer's is the myelated sheaths between the brain, like matter itself, becomes sort of what is it? There's like a plaque substance that accumulates on the brain matter which hinders certain parts of the connectivity and the electrical impulses between the neurons but I feel like I'd have to research more of it for them to give me the answers that I need but I just wanted to talk about it because it keeps blowing my mind and it's like this reoccurring theme and readings sparsely here and there so that's my story (laughs) Cool. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Next story. Um, so I had this reading with this person and they were asking me questions about like when they are astral projecting. And they they talk about a lot of different stories about how they astral project. They talked about how they work with Loki and how Loki helps them to like not get stuck in certain places, figure out how to get to certain places. Do it in like a safe manner, that sort of thing. So they were asking me about certain things and they mentioned that they have the ability to pass through black holes, which was interesting to me because my prior knowledge is that black holes have like a frequency of nothing. They're zero. So if a soul, physical being, whatever goes through it, you will get crushed because there's no frequency inside of a black hole. So I was like confused as to why this person says that they are passing through black holes. You can pass through things that are similar to black holes that don't have the same amount of intense gravity, but black holes we have found is almost like the structural elements that hold up the dimensions. It was explained to us in prior videos that black holes are almost like the microtubules in cells that help to keep the cells shape. Similar in this case of holding up dimensions and things like that. They are the structural bars that hold things up. So how is it that something can pass through something that's solid, something that doesn't have like frequency, something that is such intense gravity that it is crushing? So my spirit guides explained to me that this person's soul is a part of black holes. They have some sort of affiliation to this energy this like black matter I don't know exactly how to refer to it as they have some sort of affiliation to it and they explained it to me similar to like the way in which they pass through these black holes is similar to how which is weird they showed me like the ants at the zoo there's like a rope that goes down to this like exhibit and the ants would climb up the rope to get food at the top of it and they showed me that it was similar to the black hole, that the inside center part of the black hole is the most dense. And then the outside is where they are able to like move or pass around. So because their frequency, their energy is a part of black holes, they specifically are able to pass through them. But what's weird is that it gives them a lot of like weird abilities to do things because they were talking about how all of this like weird stuff was going on in their house. Like there was some weird thing going on in their bathroom. And when they asked me that, I started seeing this portal that was a little bit like weird, wobbly, that sort of thing. And it just felt like the portal wasn't actually like there permanently there. It felt like it was placed there. And my spirit guide to show me from the conjuring house, the seance they had with the Perrin family. The Warrens supposedly brought in a second medium. It wasn't Lorraine Warren. They brought in a second medium. And this medium was 
running the seance and supposedly quote unquote conjured a portal to bring spirits to talk during the seance and they explained to me that this woman had the ability to create these almost like temporary portals for souls to use in order to apparate physically in their space so they explained that and they said you do the same thing you want things to be pulled closer to you you have the energy of a black hole that has the ability to like move things from place to place you have the ability to make these portals you may not be aware of the ability to control it it's second nature to you but you are creating these temporary portals places and things are allowed to pass through it and with the idea of like we did a video and podcast about like time stuff like uh time travel and einstein talked about the theory of relativity so with the theory of relativity you have something called time dilation that is based upon how fast something is moving and the gravity surrounding that said thing. So their spirit guides explained to me that they have the ability to manipulate the frequencies of things in order to create a portal in which things can pass through that aren't the like intense, intense gravity that is associated to a black hole. But because their soul is associated to said things, they have the ability to create these wormholes that Einstein refers to in order to create portals to move things. So, yeah. That's interesting. So they, as a spiritual being, were able to climb the outside of black holes. Yeah, because they are part of black holes. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay, next story is I had a recent reading with someone, and this one has to do with auras. So I was giving a reading to a lovely human being, and they were like, quick question, can you just tell me what my aura looks like? <laughs> and I honestly like when people ask me this question because I don't offer aura readings as a service because personally I feel like your aura always changes, and I don't want to like tell you something that changes all the time. I don't know. Some It's subjective. Some people think that your aura doesn't change. I think that it does. So it's whatever. But it was really cute because they were super excited. And I was like, okay, give me one second. Let me squint off into the distance and analyze your energy. Doodly doo boop boop. And uh, their energy was interesting. So the energy or color closest to them was, I think, pink. And then they had yellow. And this pink and yellow sort of combined a little bit farther out away from their space to create this tan sort of essence and then the outside space of that it was red and I was like hmm this perplexes me what what does the red have to do with so colors I also feel like and their meanings are subjective to everyone in like the metaphysical world I know some people are like this means this and this means that but this is what I think the colors mean uh, personally um, pink is unconditional love it's love that understands other things and isn't conditional when it comes to its creation and existence and ability to be given to others yellow is emotional intelligence and the idea of sharing your creativity or outward expression of ideas so say you have all these things in your head but you're too afraid to talk about them or share them with others yellow is being able to take those ideas and start sharing them with the world and others then the you know the tan is a mixture of those two but then they had the red and the red I was like hmm interesting interesting so I told 
um, this lovely person the colors that I saw. And they also seemed a little per- a little perplexed as to why the red was out there too. Because, you know, red is like alarming. It's on fire trucks and things like that. So I was like, okay, let me ask your spirit guides. Give me one second. So the way they explained what the red was, was, you know how sometimes there's people that are around you and you kind of are like, you feel offstandish towards them, but you don't know why. Um, but then you get to know that person and they're absolutely one of the most loveliest people you've ever met. This was my client. Absolutely one of the most lovely people I've ever met. And the red is, for me, associated to the Moldahar chakra and other people's ideologies too. But red deals with your understanding of safety and security. So what this person does inherently and unintentionally with their energy is other people might feel a little offstandish towards them or leery of getting to know them because once they do, what the person I was talking to, my lovely client does, is they help them understand their insecurities and the things that make them feel unsafe in a emotionally intelligent and compassionate, loving way. And I was like, that's so cute. Because like if you went up to somebody and asked them, hey, if you talk to me, I'm going to make you stare everything that you feel insecure about in the face. Like I'm a mirror of the things that you don't want to talk about. I mean, most likely people are going to be like, I don't want to face my fears. That sounds terrifying, which is why people sort of have this, I don't know, like leery feeling about them, but that's not it's like judging a book by its cover. And then once you get to know them, they're absolutely beautiful and they help you through those things. And you understand that the stuff that you might be most scared of or uncomfortable with isn't that scary at all because there's people there to help you. And I thought that was the most beautiful thing ever. It was so cute. The most beautiful thing in the world. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I feel like I do similar things because I mirror people. Mm. It's a fun time. So last story that I have is associated to another past life reading and we have been figuring out that past lives usually have like these patterns or flows within each one of their uh different incarnations that explain what their soul does so this past life reading they were explaining that this man's soul was associated to uh like the reclaiming of nature from human beings. So people would pollute, they would do like horrible things like that. And his soul deals with the taking back of that stuff. So neutralizing pollution, that sort of thing. So they explained to me that one of his lives was an ogre. And I've never talked to an ogre before. So it was interesting because I was like, that's weird are you a fae being like what are you why are you here and they explain that they're similar to fae in the sense that they're a nature spirit but they aren't uh, associated to the fae realm so he as an ogre talks about how he helps pollution and helps to remove it so the way in which he does it is in several ways first off he does it in that way which he is trying to neutralize that said thing but while he's doing that He needs to make sure that there isn't more damage done to the forest. So we went on a excursion to a park during our Nature Spirits podcast. And we talk about how there was a portion of the park where there was a lot of like, uh, like human negative, like responses, a lot of like pollution and stuff in this specific area. 
So the area felt very like negative, sticky, gross, ominous, that sort of thing. And we figured out that there were these little beings, these little like nature and fae beings that were trying to almost scare away anything that shouldn't be around in this specific area as they were trying to heal the earth. So they were trying to almost like scare away people, say, this isn't where you should be doing this. This needs to be done somewhere else. You should not be inflicting more damage on this part of the forest because we are trying to reclaim and heal it. So his soul deals with a lot of that aspect as an ochre. And a lot of his other incarnations also reflect that certain like mentality of trying to reclaim the earth from human beings so he lived a lot of lives during some horrible traumatic things like plagues a lot of different wars that are associated to a lot of mass destruction because his soul deals with a lot of like reclaiming from the negative uh response of what humans do to nature so yeah and i will never look at shrek the same way again because I mean that's kind of what he does in in the movie of he has his own little swamp and all the people want to come and like ruin it and take it away from him and make it dirty and he's like actually I just want to be left alone he's like "Eh, we won't leave you alone and stop taking your things unless you give me a princess and it's like "Mm, okay cool so (laughs) Mm -hmm. it just makes me happy you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need Viator Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Do you guys like content like this? If you do, let us know by liking this video. If you're listening on the YouTube Metapsychics Extras channel, comment any stories that you have below that you want to share. And uh, feel, feel free to rate us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts if you feel so inclined. But until next time, we are your meta kicks. Get out of me, swamp.